0: Day 188 of 365, the Bible Challenge with Abby Joy. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18 to 27. Pride goes before destruction, and haughtiness before a fall. Better to live humbly with the poor than to share plunder with the proud. Those who listen to instruction will prosper. Those who trust the Lord will be joyful. The wise are known for their understanding and pleasant words are persuasive. Discretion is a life-giving fountain to those who possess it, but discipline is wasted on fools. From a wise man comes wise speech The words of the wise are persuasive. Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. There is a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. It is good for workers to have an appetite. An empty stomach drives them on. Scoundrels create trouble. Their words are a destructive blaze. Acts, chapter 25, verse 23 to chapter 26, verse 23. So the next day, Agrippa and Bernice arrived at the auditorium with great pomp, accompanied by military officers and prominent men of the city. Festus ordered that Paul be brought in. Then Festus said, "'King Agrippa and all who are here,' This is the man whose death is demanded by all the Jews, both here and in Jerusalem. But in my opinion, he has done nothing deserving of death. However, since he appealed his case to the emperor, I have decided to send him to Rome. But what shall I write to the emperor, for there is no clear charge against him? So I have brought him here before you all, and especially you, King Agrippa, so that after we examine him, I might have something to write. For it makes no sense to send a prisoner to the emperor without specifying the charges against him. Then Agrippa said to Paul, You may speak in in your defence. So Paul, gesturing with his hand, started his defence. I am fortunate, King Agrippa, that you are the one hearing my defence today against all these accusations made by the Jewish leaders, for I know you are an expert on on all Jewish customs and controversies. Now please listen to me patiently. As the Jewish leaders are well aware, I was given a thorough Jewish training from my earliest childhood among my own people in and in Jerusalem. If they would admit it, they know that I have been a member of the Pharisees, the strictest sect of our religion. Now I am on trial because of my hope in the fulfilment of God's promise made to our ancestors. In fact, that is why the twelve tribes of Israel zealously worship God day and night, and they share the same hope I have. Yet, Your Majesty, they accuse me for having this hope. Why does it seem incredible to any of you that God can raise the dead? I used to believe that I ought to do everything I could to oppose the very name of Jesus the Nazarene. Indeed, I did just that in Jerusalem. Authorised... By the leading priests, I caused many believers there to be sent to prison, and I cast my vote against them when they were condemned to death. Many times I had them punished in the synagogues to get them to curse Jesus. I was so violently opposed to them that I even chased them down in foreign cities. One day I was on such a mission to Damascus, armed with the authority and commission of the leading priests, About noon, your majesty, as I was on the road, a light from heaven brighter than the sun shone down on me and my companions. We all fell down, and I heard a voice saying to me in Aramaic, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is useless for you to fight against my will. Who are you, Lord? I asked. And the Lord replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Now get to your feet. For I have appeared to you to appoint you as my servant and witness. Tell people that you have seen me and tell them what I will show you in the future. And I will rescue you from both your own people and the Gentiles. Yes, I am sending you to the Gentiles to open their eyes, so they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. Then they will receive forgiveness for their sins and be given a place among God's people who are set apart by faith in me. And so, King Agrippa, I obeyed that vision from heaven. I preached first to those in Damascus, then in Jerusalem and throughout all Judea, and also to the Gentiles, that all must repent of their sins and turn to God and prove that they have changed by, by the good things that they do. <clears throat> Some Jews arrested me in the temple for preaching this and they tried to kill me. But God has protected me right up to this present time so I can testify to everyone from the least to the greatest. I teach nothing except what the prophets and Moses said would happen, that the Messiah would suffer and be the first to rise from the dead, and in this way announce God's light to the Jews and Gentiles alike. Two Kings, Chapter fourteen, verse twenty three, to Chapter fifteen, verse thirty eight. <clears throat> Jeroboam the second, the son of Jehoash, began to rule over Israel in the fifteenth year of, the, of King. Ar- Amaziah's reign in Judah. He reigned in Samaria 41 years. He did what was evil in the Lord's sight. He refused to turn from the sins that Jeroboam, son of Nebat, led Israel to commit. Jeroboam II recovered the territories of Israel between Lebo Hamath and the Dead Sea, just as the Lord, the God of Israel, had promised through Jonah, son of Amittai, the prophet from Gath-Hepha. For the Lord saw the bitter suffering of everyone in Israel, and that there was no one in Israel, slave or free, to help them. And because the Lord had not said he would blot out the name of Israel completely, he used Jeroboam II, the son of Jehoash, to save them. The rest of the events in the reign of Jeroboam II, and everything he did, including the extent of his power, His wars and how he recovered for Israel both Damascus and Hamath, which belonged to Judah, are recorded in the book of the history of the kings of Israel. When Jeroboam II died, he was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. Then his son, Zechariah, became the next king. Uzziah, son of Amaziah, began to rule over Judah in the 27th year of the reign of King Jeroboam the second of Israel. He was 16 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 52 years. His mother was Jesoliah from Jerusalem. He did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight, just as his father Amaziah had done, but he did not destroy the pagan shrines and the people still offered sacrifices and burned incense there. The Lord struck the king with leprosy, which lasted until the day he died. He lived in isolation in a separate house. The king's son, Jotham, was put in charge of the royal palace and he governed the people of the land. The rest of the events in Uzziah's reign and everything he did are recorded in the book of the history of the kings of Judah. When Uzziah died, he was buried with his ancestors in the city of David and his son Jotham became the next king. Zechariah rules in Israel Zechariah, son of Jeroboam II, began to rule over Israel in the 38th year of King Uzziah's reign in Judah. He reigned in Samaria six months. Zechariah did what was evil in the Lord's sight, as his ancestors had done. He refused to turn from the sins that Jeroboam, son of Nebat, had led Israel to commit. Then Shalom, son of Jabesh, conspired against Zechariah, assassinated him in public and became the next king. The rest of the events in Zechariah's reign are recorded in the book of the history of kings of the kings of Israel. So the Lord's message to Jehu came true. Your descendants will be kings of Israel down to the fourth generation. Shalom, son of Jabesh, began to rule over Israel in the 39th year of King Uzziah's reign in Judah. Shalom reigned in Samaria only one month. Then Menahem, son of Gadi, went to Samaria from Tirzah and assassinated him, and he became the next king. The rest of the events in Shalom's reign, including his conspiracy, are recorded in the book of the history of the kings of Israel. Menahem. At that time Menahem destroyed the town of Tafua and all the surrounding countryside, as far as Tirzah because its citizens refused to surrender the town. He killed the entire population and ripped open the pregnant women. Menahem, son of Gadi, began to rule over Israel in the 39th year of King Uzziah's reign in Judah. He reigned in Samaria 10 years, but Menahem did what was evil in the Lord's sight. During his entire reign, he refused to turn from the sins that Jeroboam, son of Nebat, had led Israel to commit. Then king Tiglath-Pileser Missouri- of Assyria invaded the land. But Menahem paid him 37 tons of silver to gain his support in tightening his grip on royal power. Menahem extorted the money from the rich Israel, demanding that each of them pay 50 pieces of silver to the king of Assyria. So the king of Assyria turned from attacking Israel and did not stay in the land. The rest of the events in Menahem's reign and everything he did are recorded in the Book of the History of the Kings of Israel. When when Menahem died, his son, Pekahiah, became the next king. Pekahiah, son of Menahem, began to rule over Israel in the 50th, 15th year of King Uzziah's reign in Judah, he reigned in Samaria two years. But Pekahiah did what was evil in the Lord's sight. He refused to turn from the sins that Jeroboam, son of Nebat, had led Israel to commit. Then Pekah, son of Remalahiah, the commander of Pekah's army, conspired against him with 50 men from Gilead. Pekah assassinated the king along with Argob, and Ariah in the citadel of the palace of Samaria, and Pekah reigned in his place. The rest of the events in Pekahiah's reign and everything he did are recorded in the book of the history of the kings of Israel. Pekah, son of Remalahiah, began to rule over Israel in the 52nd year of King Uzziah's reign in Judah. He reigned in Samaria Samaria 20 years, but Pekah did what was evil in the Lord's sight, he refused to turn from the sins that Jeroboam, son of Nebat, had led Israel to commit. During Pekah's reign, king Tiglath-Pileser of Assyria attacked Israel again, and he captured the towns of Ijon, Abel, Beth, Machah, Janoah, Kadesh, and Hazor. (laughs) He also conquered the regions of Gilead, Galilee, and all of Naphtali, and he took the people to Assyria as captives. Then Hoshea, son of Elah, conspired against Pekah and assassinated him. He began to rule over Israel in the twentieth year of Jotham, son of Uzziah. The rest of the events in Pekah's reign and everything he did are recorded in the book of the history of the kings of Israel. Jotham, son of Uzziah, began to rule over Judah in the second year of King Pekah's reign in Israel. He was 25 years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem 16 years. His mother was Jerusha, the daughter of Zadok. Jotham did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight. He did everything his father Uzziah had done, but he did not destroy the pagan shrines and the people still offered sacrifices and burned incense there. He rebuilt the upper gate of the temple of the Lord. The rest of the events in Jotham's reign and everything he did are recorded in the book of the history of the kings of Judah. In those days, the Lord began to send King Rezin of Aram and King Pekah of Israel to attack Judah. When Jotham died, he was buried with his ancestors in the city of David and his son Ahaz became the next king.